Angie Aulis, and this is the Kingdom Ambassador Ministries podcast, the show where believers can come together to increase their faith and learn how to walk into the anointing God has called each of us to do. Hello, friends. I ask the Lord to make this great day awesome for all of you. You are always in my heart and prayers. Welcome to another edition of the Kingdom Ambassador Ministries podcast. This podcast was designed for all believers to increase their faith and walk into the anointing that God has planned for each one of our lives. This is episode number one, and I'm your host, Angie Ellis. Today's topic is being strong in the Lord. My scripture reference will be from the Old Testament, 2 Chronicles chapter 15. So to give us a little bit of background into the chapter, I'm not going to read the entire chapter, but I will be taking various uh, verses from this text, from this scripture. And I encourage you to read the entire chapter when you can. But what was going on here was a message from God to Asa. And Ezra, Aya, the prophet. And I'm sure I'm not pronouncing his name correctly, but that's the best I can do for today. So to give us a little bit of background, I want us to look at how long Israel had been without God. The Bible states in verse 3, Now for a long season, Israel hath been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. This was a long season. And I did a little research, and according to scholars, this long season was during Rehoboam's reign. It was about 14 years of Rehoboam. And Rehoboam was the son of Solomon. This was also during three years of Abijah's reign. So Abijah was Solomon's grandson, the son of Rehoboam. Now, verse 5 states, In those times, during this long season, friends, that Israel was without God, in those times there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in. But great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. And nation was destroyed of nation, and city of city, for God did vex them with all adversity. So, friends, these times here, there was no peace. I want us to look at this. I want us to delve in and ask ourselves this question. Do we feel as if we are without a true God? Do we feel that we are without a teaching priest and without law? And do we feel like we are in a long season and we are in 
terrible times of no peace. Friends, I'm telling you today, if we don't have peace, then we don't have anything. No peace means there's no rest, there's no happiness, there's no joy. And friends, these are the things of God. Peace, happiness, joy. These things, these things we should be a, a, having in our own in our lives. Each each child of God should have this. You know, I can refer back to many seasons in my life. You know that I felt that I was without a true God. Friends, he he's always with us. He said he would never leave us nor forsake us, and that he would stick closer than a brother. But there have been seasons in my life where I felt that he wasn't with me, that, that he was a million miles away, or or my prayers that I prayed just went to the ceiling and then they just fell back down again. That I couldn't penetrate heaven or let alone walk into the throne room of grace and mercy. But normally, those were my fault. This was caused by something I had done to cause me to not feel the presence of God. You know, I've heard lots of my pastor friends and evangelist friends and other children of God talk about times in their lives when they didn't have uh, any any voice of God in their life or didn't hear the voice of the Lord. Friends, we're all more alike than we are, are different. We all walk through these seasons. But today, I want to encourage us and I want us to know that even if we're feeling without God, there, there are ways and there is a way that we will be able to to hear his voice and to walk and talk with him. The Bible also states here, I want to point out this fact, that they did not have a teaching priest and they were without, were without law. Friends, I don't think there are a lot of teaching priests in the land today. Um, I feel like you know, that we, we need that. We need that godly instruction, that godly um, structure in our lives. And friends, we can be, we can be in that kingdom priesthood ourselves because the Bible states that now we are a kingdom of priests. Hallelujah. And I will be delving more into about the kingdom priesthood at a later time. But for today's topics, I just want us to know that even though the current state of the world has no peace, that we should have peace because we serve God. Now, you may be in that season that what I was talking about that I referred to or that the scripture refers to here in chapter 15. It, it may be a season in your life. I feel like it's a season in the world that no one seems as if no one, you know, that we are without the true God. It just seems like evil wants to prevail and things that are ungodly and unholy these things seems to be that they 
want to rule and reign in the whole entire world. But I have good news for us today. Verse 7 states that, Be ye strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Friends, it's not a time to slack up. We've got to address how not to be slack in our work. If the Bible, if the scripture is our map, is our footprint, is our guide, then it's telling us to be strong and not to let our hands be weak. You may be asking me, what do you mean by that? Don't let our hands be weak. Friends, if we've ever done anything for the Lord, now is the time. It is past time. I'm sounding the alarm today. Wake up. Wake up. It is time to work. The fields are white. They are ready to be harvested. But the laborers are few. Let's be strong. And don't let our hands be weak. Because guess what? Our work will be rewarded. Praise God. You know... I don't think that we should even look at the current condition of the world. Now, you might be saying, well, we need to know things that's going on. And yes, I agree with that. But we should not let the current conditions of this world affect us. As a child of God, as a true believer, we should not be worried. We should not fret. We should not have fear. Now, I know there's going to be times that we all will have fear and we will doubt. We're all more alike than we are different. It's like the scripture said, Lord, I believe, but help me in my unbelief. And we need to pray through those times of unbelief and doubt when the enemy comes knocking on, on, our, on our door wanting to tell us doubt. Doubt the true living God. Doubt the words of God. Doubt the works of God. Doubt his prophets. That's all we hear in the, in the land today. Doubt, doubt, and discouragement. But I'm here to tell us today that a teaching priest is on the scene. If we will listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, friends, the Holy Spirit will teach us. He will teach us all things. All we have to do is ask I want us to look at verse 5 here again about the no peace and all, all around. There was great vexations in all the countries and nations was destroyed of nations and cities of cities. There was adversity all around them. Friends, just like we're in today, there's adversity all around us. There's adversity on our jobs. There's adversity uh, in our homes. There's adversity at school, wherever Whatever you may be doing, friends, there is adversity. But I want us to know today that just as God's message was sent to Asa by the prophet, then I am sending God's message to each one of us today. You know, Asa was the king. He was the son of Abijah, that great-grandson of Solomon that we were talking about. So, when the Spirit of God came to the prophet, he went to tell Asa, and he told him, and he said to him the words God had spoken. Friends, I am telling us today that I 
want us to know that God has spoken. This word in the Old Testament and the New Testament, every book of this Bible, all 66 books, every verse, every every jot and every tittle is the unfallible, unshakable, unremovable word of God. And it will stand the test of time. It is the truth. It is the whole word of God. And we can believe what it says. And God's message to Asa all those years ago is just as relevant today as it was then. Praise God. So be ye strong, therefore, and don't let your hands be weak, children. You know, God has spoken to us, and he's given us good news. The Bible states that when Asa heard these words and the prophecy by the prophet, that he took courage. And he put away the abominable idols out of all the land of Judah and Benjamin and out of the cities which he had taken from Mount Ephraim and renewed the altar of the Lord that was before the porch of the Lord. Friends, I want us to be like Asa today. I want us to hear these words and I want us to, you know, not let our hands be weak. Let's take action. You know, to have faith, it takes action. We've got to act on that faith, even though we can't see it, even though it doesn't look like it, even though it looks impossible, we've still got to take that faith and take action. Amen. And we've got to renew the altar of the Lord. First of all, the things that they did was they got a plan together. When Asa heard this news, when he heard that prophecy from the prophet, he took those words to heart, y'all. Just like we are taking these words to heart today. And we are getting this plan together. We're getting the plan of the Lord, the plan of God that he has ordained, that he has structured out, that he has mapped out in his word for each one of our lives. This was an encouraging message to Asa, even though all around him, everything was bleak. Everything around you might be bleak today, but be encouraged today. Be encouraged as Asa was in his day, proving that we shouldn't slack up. We've got to keep on working for the Lord, and he will reward us. Here's the plan. You ready to hear this? It's going to be drastic, folks. You're not going to believe some of the things that we will need to do in order to execute this plan of God for our lives so that we can hear from the Lord and our work will be rewarded. And friends, the bonus of all this is that the Lord will give us rest round about. And we're going to read about that in just a minute here, how that the Lord gave Asa and all of the inhabitants of Judah rest round about. You ask me, how did they do that? How did they get there? I'm going to show us today. Here's the plan. Number one, in verse eight here, what did Asa do? He took courage. So take courage today and put away all of the idols out of your land. Asa put them, it says that he put away the abominable idols out of all the land of Judah and Benjamin and out of the cities which he had taken. So, friends, we have got to put away the idols, anything that is hindering us, anything that's keeping us from uh, 
from being in the presence of the Lord, we can make an idol out of anything. We can make an idol out of our computers, out of our tablets, out of out of all social media. We can make idols out of anything. That's just to name a few. We really just think about it. What is what is keeping us from God? What are we looking at more than we are looking to the word of God? More than we are spending time in our prayer closet. More than we are spending time thinking and and studying to show ourselves approved. Those are the things that are idols. These are the things that's keeping us. So number two, we've got to make our offering. Guys, it said that he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and the strangers around them out of Ephraim and Manasseh and out of Simeon. For they fell out of Israel in abundance when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. So what did they do? They gathered themselves together. And what did they do? They offered in verse 11 unto the Lord the same time of the spoil which they had brought, 700 oxen and 7,000 sheep. Friends, thankfully, because of the blood of Jesus, we do not have to offer up these 700 oxen and 7,000 sheep. We don't have to do that anymore, but we do have to offer our body as a living sacrifice. We have to offer up every day. We have to offer up our body. Amen. We And number three, we have to enter into that covenant. Verse 12 says that they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul. Friends, I urge us to cut away the things that is keeping us out of the covenant of God. The covenant is his will. The covenant is his testimony. The covenant is his word. We've got to cut that away. We've got to get rid of that. Just as they had to cut away, they had to circumcise themselves. That's what it meant when they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul. Friends, they had to cut that away. Just like we have to cut that away, whatever that is, that is keeping us out of the covenant of God. Just cut it away today and get rid of it. And friends, we've got to dethrone our family or whoever it is that's standing in our way. You might think, gosh, those are really tough, stout words. Well, they are. But friends, I don't want anything to hinder me. I don't want anything to hinder my journey now. I've come too far to turn back now. Amen? And if I'm letting a family member or whoever... If I've got them up on a pedestal, if I've got them before before God, then I've got to take them off that throne because nobody belongs on the throne in your life. The throne of God, the king, the kingdom throne of God is the only person that belongs there is God because we have to look to him, the author and the finisher of our faith. That is what we need to be looking at. So dethrone our family or whoever it is that's standing in our way. And then lastly here, you know, uh, that whosoever, in verse 13, we're still in chapter 15 of Second Chronicles, that whosoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel should be put to death, whether small or great, whether man or woman. And they swear unto the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and with trumpets and with cornets. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath. Friends, We've got to put this old man to death, this old life, this old... We, that's why we have to lift up our body as a living sacrifice. We have to cut away the old life that we have lived, the life of sin. And we've got to put that to death. 
And we've got to seek the Lord with our whole heart. And with all that is within us, we need to seek the Lord. You may be asking me, why do we need to do this? Well, if you're like me, if you're tired of being without peace, if you're tired of having vexations, if you're tired of, of letting the, the circumstances and the things of this world deter you and cause you to not have faith and to cause you to be weak in your walk with the Lord, then it is time that we put all that to death. Folks, we've got to uh, just imagine uh, one of my great women of God that's in my life told us one time about how that she imagined this thing that was bothering her and she imagined it, it was it was just like a grudge or something that she had towards somebody just burying that grudge just digging a hole and burying it in there burying that grudge and putting it in there and leaving it leaving it there well friends that's what we've got to do we've got to put this old nature away from us the the sin nature is what i'm talking about we've got to put to death and not resurrect this old sin nature this old doubts these old unbeliefs the things that that, that so easily beset us in this world and keep our eyes on the cross keep our eyes on jesus that's what we've got to do when it says that we need to be put to death if we don't seek the lord now literally they did put them to death back then but friends we don't do that today we we put we put that sin nature to death we we crucify that we put it on the cross because of the blood of jesus and then what did all judah do they rejoiced at this oath they were tickled to death y'all they said, they swore in their hearts with all their heart, the Bible says in verse 15, and they sought him with their whole desire and he was found of them and the Lord gave them rest round about. Hallelujah. I'm going to determine today and folks, I want you to, to determine with me today that we are going to execute this plan that, that God has laid, for, laid out for each one of our lives I want us to do this today. I want us to not slack up, to have these drastic changes in our lives and keep on working for the Lord. Friends, this thing is about to wind up and we need to be ready at all times. We need to be continually looking for the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because one day he's going to split those eastern skies and he's going to come after us. Amen. And I want to be found worthy and i want to be found working for my lord amen it reminds me of an old song in the church i that i grew up in you know i'm working on a building for my lord well friends this building is me i'm working on it it's a continual process i'm not perfect i don't claim to be perfect but this is a continual process that i am working on this building i'm working on this temple i'm trying my best to to put to death the things that are not of god and dethrone my family or friends or whoever's standing in my way and making my body a living sacrifice. Well, I thank you for listening to me today. And if you have thoughts and comments, if you need me to pray for you, if you need prayer, I want you to reach out to me. You can be, you can reach me at kingdomambassadorministries at gmail.com. Send your prayer request, folks. I will pray for you and I will ask God to help you and help us all not to be slack in our work. And friends, in closing, I would like to say a little prayer for all of us today. 
Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray for strength to serve you, God, and to not let our hands be weak, for we shall be rewarded with rest round about us. And Father God, give each one of us the courage to seek you with our whole desire. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been the Kingdom Ambassador Ministries podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. I look forward to having you join me for future studies in God's Word. If you enjoyed this show, please give it a subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. For more information, you can write to me at kingdomambassadorministries at gmail.com. I will be putting out episodes every other week to empower the body of Christ. Until then, God bless each of you in Jesus' name.